Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jennifer Hobbs, and today I'm very lucky to have the pleasure of chatting with Michael Gasparini. He is a fellow Marine Corps veteran. Thank you for your service, Mike. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for having me, first of all. And it's amazing how small our world is as far as getting veterans acquainted with other veteran organizations. Um, if it wasn't for Sherry, who was a, I guess, a spot kind of in between the two of us um, yeah. to introduce you and her to you to me, which is pretty awesome. Um, it is. A little background about myself. I spent 30 years in the Marine Corps. Um, have many deployments under my belt and between Desert Storm, Desert Shield, Iraq, Afghanistan. So a 30-year career around the world a few times. Um, had our shares of ups and downs as we all do in the services. Uh, when I retired out of the Marine Corps, I decided to stay retired because after 30 years of being on the go and always being stressed out about different things, I figured I needed a little bit of change and kind of enjoy my life and figure out what's next, you know. We always oh, say when we're in the service, when we do it. Um, so my wife is also a veteran. She spent 30 years in the Marine Corps as well. And she has a few deployments under her belt. And so it makes it kind of easy for us to be able to do the things that we do now. And some of the things that we like to do is um, we participate in really just volunteering for different organizations and different things within the community. Uh, we volunteer at two different food, uh, food banks. We do part of Mission Salem and Mission South Central, which build ramps for elderly or those that don't have the funds to be able to do it part of Combat Veterans Motor Motorcycle Association, part of the American Legion in Salem. Um, and I think for me, one of the things that the service did for me is I was blessed. I was fortunate to come back from many different things. Now my thing is to try to get back to our communities and those that may need our assistance. And you're definitely doing that through all those different things. That is crazy cool like you said yes i'm so grateful that sherry coolman connected us it's so nice like people don't understand i hope all the listeners and people watching this you know like that word of mouth right there um it can it can move mountains and you know now i have the opportunity to meet michael gasparini and together like we will just be two more people on a mission to help veterans and their families and he's got a plethora of resources and things i don't know about and hopefully i can also offer some some information your way as well for things you don't know about so I want to hear more about first of all that's crazy cool that you and your wife are both 30 year veterans like did you guys meet in the military so obviously the struggles of military you end up getting divorced so mm -hmm. uh, my both were previously married and both got divorced um years service definitely takes a toll on family um, you never realize it until it time comes and passes. And for me, it was dedicated to my service, you know, and mm -hmm. the same way wife that I'm currently married to now, she was the same way. And some people just don't know how to deal with that. And, you know, when you're planning deployments, your main goals and focus is to make sure that you train your personnel with everything you got and ensure that they all come back. Um, my roles being deployed was a platoon commander and a company commander, mm -hmm. you know, the responsibility is huge. And then your dedication to those individuals to ensure that everybody comes back. And unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. And then that 
dynamic changes when you come back home and family's still there and you know your kids grow and they start understanding what you were going through and that's a whole different dynamic in itself but yeah I am. we did meet in the service um so yeah we understood that we had a lot of things in common we had a lot of ways that we a lot of things that we used to help keep our minds clear and open and focus on what our goals were down the road and for us, it was we love to run and work out, you know, and to this day, we still do it three times a week. We get up and go to the gym and get a little run in. And that's our time to, you know, whether it's focus or just to get that energy going and the blood flowing, you know, it's a huge difference. Oh, absolutely. Now, I can't exactly relate on the like love for running, like unless I'm running for the ice cream truck. But I do like to go to the gym and I've been doing a whole lot more um, strength training. So I do dig that. Uh, I also met my husband in the military. And one thing that I am very grateful for that I'm sure you and your wife um, can relate is like, you know, because being a soldier is a whole nother uh, reality. Like we understand that, like we share that together and, and people can't understand that. So when your significant other can and knows that and just gets that it's tremendous. So I point having somebody to talk to, mm-hmm. no matter what, especially if it relates to something you've been through, you know, cause they could have gone through the same thing and they probably seen some of the same stuff you've done and have somebody that you can talk to that can relate to it. And I think that's one of the things that we in that me and my wife try to do through some of our organizations is to get out there and have those individuals that have a spouse or don't have nobody to talk to, to be able to talk to somebody and just to kind of vent, you know, and clear your mind out and get those things out in the open that sometimes bottle up inside of you, you know? And so that's some of our goals that we try to do with a lot of things that we do in the community. Absolutely. I would, I want to do that as well. You know, like sitting, being able to build a ramp or do those different things is so cool. But then also like getting the opportunity to speak to people that like that want to talk. And that is, I'm sure that's very rewarding and fulfilling and like, God bless you guys for both of you having the calling to, step away you know actually resign but resign to a life where you are um still continuing a mission of service and giving back to others very awesome so tell me i want to hear more about the wall that you were talking about please 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 share with us love to and i'm glad you mentioned it kind of got little kills going on right now from that um so a buddy of mine who was one of the Marines that was under my care when we went to Iraq. Um, He started a Romans Warrior Foundation a few years back, and he was fortunate enough to become the curator of the Global War on Terror Wall of Remembrance. And he is now traveling around with the wall, trying to share the wall with many of those that don't understand that the wall even exists for those loved ones that they may have lost, whether it be friends, husbands, wives, children, um, and we are actually bringing it to Marion, Illinois, um, April 30th. And there's a lot of things that are going to be going on with this wall. Um, he's coming in from Indiana. And one of the things we're hoping to do from this wall is not only to bring the Gold Star families or the prior service, service members, 
that lost some of their loved ones during that time or some of their brothers and sisters in arms. And just to be able to reflect back on it, knowing that, you know, their loved ones aren't forgotten, their buddy's not forgotten. Um, and to us, that became a very, that became a reality when, you know, us being in Iraq together, I think on our deployment, I think we lost six Marines, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and it was all combat related between IEDs or, you know, other miscellaneous things. We lose our loved ones and our brothers in arms. Um, so our thing is that we're able to open up those doors and allow people to understand that they're not forgotten. There's people you can talk to. There's a lot of organizations that are trying to support those veterans and even the veterans' as family members. Um, mm -hmm. So the more the wall gets out, it's going to help a lot of other people. And one of the things I want to point out about the wall and what they've done on this wall is PTSD and suicide has become really synopsis with our era of personnel that came back from, you know, the Middle East. And so one of the things that we have is we actually have a panel on that wall, two panels that you can actually write names of your loved ones who may have committed suicide. That one, then they're also not forgotten. And that may we bring more awareness to um, suicide and PTSD and how they may tie together. And to reach out to talk to someone is very important as well. Mm -hmm. um, during this event that we have on April 30th, we're actually bringing four people from Stop 22 tour. And these are actually veterans that at one point in time may have contemplated suicide, but they turn to music as their way of coping with it. And so we're bringing four of these uh, musicians down and they're going to be able to talk about what they experience, and then through music, how it's helped them and to grow and to become better people and to try to reach out to others and try to help them as well. I wrote that down. Stop 22 war and tour tour got it all right and then the the wall are are they on facebook yes it's you can either follow it from global war on terrorism or you can also look at it up under them under the brian romans foundation the okay. roman sorry roman warrior foundation okay cool i'll make sure to put that stuff in the show notes as well you know and uh one of my guests that I just had on Ernest Shambly when at the end of the conversation when we were chatting about some organizations that we feel uh, we have experienced benefits from he mentioned TAPS have you heard of that I have he I'm said not, that, do what sorry go ahead I've heard of them but I'm not familiar to what they do uh, okay, so I had to look it up real quick so I don't get this tragedy assistance program for survivors. And so it it's um, anyone who has dealt with the grief of a loved one, whether it was th through suicide or something else, that is a um, program that he said brings chills to his spine and tears in his eyes just even thinking about the amazing things that happen at their events or maybe their retreats. So I'm glad to just find even more things that are out there so that we can continue to heal and yep. remember, remember them. Like that's pretty phenomenal that a wall travels around for people to, to remember them that way. Absolutely. So you kind of already mentioned it, but I typically like to 
ask people about their self-care because I think that that's totally important and um, we need to help ourselves before we can help other people. So you mentioned, you know, that you and your wife like to hit up the gym and run. Oh, it's so hard for me to even say, Mike, (laughs) (laughs) run. Um, What else do you guys make sure that you do, you know, like having a life of service, although that's fulfilling, that's also, you know, taking, taking from your cup. What do you do to pour back into your cup to fill your soul? You know, as crazy as as it may seem, we try to watch what we eat. We don't, we try not to go out to eat a lot because I think the more you prepare your food, try to eat healthy, try to be outdoors as much as possible. Um, we're, our faith in God has grown, I think, tremendously over the years. I think like I told you earlier, I've never heard of the town Kimundi a day in my life, but I think God brought me here for a purpose. And I think every day that purpose becomes more and more clear why we wound up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, I think that's the things that we do. Um, we, we have a great neighbor who has almost 70 acres that we get to walk around his property all day long with our dog. So that helps clear your mind Being busy. I think the biggest problem that a lot of people do is, and I drive my wife crazy because I believe in staying busy. And sometimes she's like, you got to stop, but you stay busy. And the more you focus on other people that have bigger issues and have gone through more problems, you know, and you help focus their stuff and you help them to get through something that they're going through. I think it, it pays back. And I think that's what fills us up a lot. Seriously given to someone else. Um, And I think service is service is service. You know, when you commit to service, it's like, once you stop serving, I think you start losing something. Um, And I think that's what helps Liz and I, I mean, many times we thought about going back to work and, you know, let's make some more money. And we're like, why Mm -hmm. do we need money? No. Are we going to get anything more rewarding than our career in the Marine Corps? No. So let's just continue what we've been doing. I think that's, that's how we fill our cup. I think I would say probably 9% of the time. And, you know, the other thing is we surround ourselves with a lot of uh, religious groups. And when I say groups, it's all the organizations we're part of, you know, are all affiliated to God in one way, shape or another. Um, Our food pantries are all, all religious based. Um, our missions are all different church groups that come together to put these ramps together, you know, and I think sometimes we don't realize how much religion does play in our lives, mm-hmm. but we just, you know, absolutely. Uh, that may be a big, bigger part than I may have realized in the past. Um, you know, they always say you find religion when you go into combat zones, which is true. Mm-hmm. And as we get back from a combat zone, we forget that. Religion may have been the thing that got us out of that combat zone. You know, um, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to figure out what it really is. And for me, it's to stay busy. Mm-hmm. Well, it has been a pleasure to hear about all of that. I kind of, I, I kind of already know where this next question will go into, but, but I, I, you always wrap it up with this. So let's hear like, first of all, I'm so glad that you just said, uh, what you just did. I feel like I needed to hear that myself having resigned from teaching after 12 years, because I really, I want to be of a service in a different way than being a teacher. I want to serve veterans and their families. And sometimes I'll get into the headspace, usually at night when my mind's trying to drive me crazy, (laughs) when I'm going to bed and I'm over here, like, like, can I, 
can I do this? Like, and you know, do I need to apply for, do I need a part-time job? Do I need to go back to teaching? I don't want to go back to teaching. And then I'm like having this conversation with five different personalities in my head. And I'm so, so like really when it comes down to it, when I reflect on what this year has been like, uh, resigning from teaching, it has been exactly what I wanted it to be. And it has been my days like are so rewarding to be able to go to the gym, give that time to myself, come home, write or read or research for my next book or have a conversation with veterans and learn about more um, resources. Like, and then I remember like how fulfilling that is and, and that I don't need more money. I just need to live life and enjoy my days that are left. Yeah. I absolutely that's truth. I believe that to be true as well. Yeah. So uh with that being said, like your biggest wildest hopes and dreams, Mike, what would they be from here? If you could like you seem to already be following like some your hopes and dreams, you know, as I feel I am doing as well. But if you could make whatever happen that you wanted to what would it be like for me I'd really like to have a campground and you know that where veterans can come to but that's about me this is about you Mike what would you like (laughs) you know this is going to sound really crazy but you know my last probably 20 years in the Marine Corps I was always leading and always being the one having to make decisions you know what's really nice about right now I can be a follower Mm -hmm. I can follow what somebody else is doing and maybe just help them out and build what they already got started. I don't think at this point in my life, I don't think I need to create something new or something extravagant. I think what I need to do is continue to get the word out there and help those that may need help, talk to people that need to be talked to, you know, maybe share some experiences of what God's done, what my Mm -hmm. service done, what my fellow veterans are doing. Um, because one of the things I'm finding out is the more organizations I've gotten involved with, there's a lot of organizations. And how do we connect them all? You know, yeah. if there's a goal, I, I guess if there was a goal I'd have, it's like, how do I get all the different organizations in Illinois to be able to come together and really make a difference? Um, unfortunately, we all make a difference, but can we make a bigger difference? If that mm-hmm. makes sense. Absolutely. And that's a really good goal to have. You know, we had talked yesterday. This leads into a a good conversation. You wanted to talk about like the American Legion and the VFW and how if we don't get younger veterans to step up and take take the lead a little bit, everybody give it give a little bit here, a little bit there, then it's going to dissipate. Yeah. So I guess that could be a goal then. I guess we have goals it's a really good goal. <laughs> it's a really good goal. And back to you saying like you just want to continue to be a follower that helps other people. That is an amazing goal. Like I want to be of service to other people, and that is my goal. So it doesn't have to be so, anything immaculate. I have totally thought about changing that question, but for now, it, just sit, it sits like it does, just like this terrible mint color on my walls. But thank you so much for joining me today, Mike. Thank you for Absolutely. your 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 service, your wife's service, and the service that you continue to dedicate to the community and the world. I'll be sure to put 
all that information in the show notes. And I hope that I get to meet you in person on April 30th uh, and get to see this phenomenal wall. If I could capture real quick is on the 30th, we're also doing a ride for anybody that likes to get out there and ride some motorcycles. Um, we're going to do a ride in conjunction with the wall being there. Um, I'm also trying to get the Veterans Affairs PTSD suicidal van for people to be able to talk to. I reached out to Springfield. I'm hoping they'll be able to show up there as well. Um, and like I said, I'd love for you to be there with your organization as well. Because again, I think the more that the organizations that are already established to continue to grow and mend with one another um, would be awesome. Absolutely. Um, Brian Romans is going to be there and we've talked about him and what he's got building at his place in Indiana. Um, there's the, do you mind if I mention a couple other people? You go, you go. All right. Um, the Lance Corporal J. Price uh, Memorial. And he's another one and his, his ride is actually the week before ours and before the wall. And he should be there as well. And, and so where's that? Where can Yep, their ride is going to be taking place out of Mount Vernon okay. on the, the 23rd of April. So if anybody, again, wants to support a great organization and what they like to do is they donate, they not only do um, scholarships, but they're also put on fishing tournaments for veterans and their loved ones to come out and go fishing um, down nice. in Southern Illinois a little bit. So there's a lot of great organizations. The thing is, we just need to kind of get them all together and share what we have because one might do fishing, one might do hunting, one might be able to do camping. Yeah. And then get, we can just rotate people to be able to socialize and build that camaraderie, you know. And I got to point that out too real quick. The camaraderie and the brotherhood, sisterhood that we have in the service, that is, I think, one of the biggest things that kind of go to the wayside once you get out. But I want to tell people that there's organizations out there that that camaraderie, camaraderie still builds. And it's still going. It's my uh, favorite. So to me, I've not lost contact with a lot of guys. We still keep in contact. We try to get together once a year. And to me, that also helps build up who you are, what you're trying to do. And I think some of those days that you're down to reach out to those guys are the ones that will make a huge difference mm -hmm. in how the rest of the week may go. Absolutely. And that is my favorite part of being a veteran is that camaraderie that I have with my battles and, yeah. and I do, I do stay in touch with quite a few of them and those relationships are so fulfilling, but you're absolutely right that we all need to be able to like meet and communicate with one another. Like even, you know, the, my organization, not mine, but the organization that I'm a part of the veterans of log based sites with the group that I served with in Iraq, um, you know, it's got a lot of younger people in it. You know, most of us were in our teens and 20s when we were deployed. But even then, like, not a whole lot of people, like, stepping up to do it. Like, they care. The heart's there. They want to help. But that whole, like, making that jump. And so being able to just collaborate and, and to see that it's so much bigger than just the VLBS. Like this is a community of veterans that we need to work together to, to give back to other people, but continue giving to one another. So. Yeah, absolutely. Anyone else you wanted to, anything else you wanted to mention other than the Lance Corporal J. Price um, ride? 
Um, not right now, but I'm sure I'll come up with some, and I'm sure we'll be talking more down the road. And I said, I'm really looking forward to meeting you and, and any of your crew that was out with you in Iraq and bring them down to the wall and, you know, find, find those brothers and sisters up on that wall. And, you know, we'll be able to share that moment as we find, locate them. Um, probably the hardest thing I did is actually went up to the wall in Marcel's, Illinois, and found one of my Marines and actually took a picture and sent it to his mother. Mm. Uh, and this was probably 10 years after the event. Um, and to be able to reach out to her was kind of a rewarding, satisfying thing right. that wasn't how she was going to react. But after that, she became my, we call her mother Marine because mm -hmm. even though she lost her son, she's a mother to all those Marines that her son ever served with. And it's such a neat feeling that, they, the gold star parents and family members, they love their service members, mm -hmm. you know, that I've found so far. And I think that helps them to heal as well. And sometimes we're scared that, you know, we're back and their loved ones didn't come back. But when you get to talk to them, oh my goodness, it opens up a whole different door, set of doors for their healing, for your healing. Um, but the hardest part is taking that first step, you know, and mm -hmm. reaching out to somebody that has lost someone. And, and I tell you, it's, it, it opened up my eyes a lot. Uh, definitely opened up my eyes a lot to being able to do that. So man, that's one of those things that you don't realize that help you that you never thought really helped you, you know? Yeah. So. Well, I will make sure, uh, I do know how to get a hold of some of ours, almost all of them. I had reached out to them when I was writing my book. Um, to make sure I got permission to mention their wonderful soldiers. Um, so I will make sure that they know about that as well. And we'll share it on our VLBS information. And I look forward to meeting you. And thanks so much, Mike, for coming on to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And I think we've all lived in the uncomfortable for a long time. And I think to be able to open up, it's what makes it more comfortable. That's so true.